0: Love, Talk Radio. It's Friday, October 30th, 2015 and you are tuned in to a special Friday night, October, Pet Spectacular edition of the Misty Show, where your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and unfortunately, once again, we don't have our lovely co-host, Dee. Um, I was hoping we were going to be able to have Dee back with us this week, but this time she's out of town and we just weren't able to line our schedules up so that we could do the show together. She is feeling better, so I am happy to report that, but Alas, we weren't able to kind of pull things off, you know, this time, so we could do it together. But have no fear. Hopefully, everything should be back on track for our November episode. So hopefully, next Saturday, um, Dee will be back with us, and we should be back on at our regular time of Saturday at 5 p.m. Central. Um, This is our last October Pet Spectacular episode for 2015. We've had a lot of fun engaging in another year of spooky topics and look forward to coming up with new ones for you guys in 2016. Uh, we'll get our November episodes posted over the next week or so. I think I already have an idea ready to go. I possibly have two of them. So just make sure you guys are on the lookout for um, the episode descriptions on our blog talk page. And probably in our upcoming, well, no, they will be in the upcoming blog entry. So I'm hoping that maybe I will have something posted um, Sunday or Monday. Um, definitely at least one episode will be posted, hopefully too. I know nothing will probably get done tomorrow because we've got a lot of things going on here at the house for Halloween. So I probably won't be able to have too much going on. Okay. Tonight's episode is entitled Animals in Horror all-time scariest animal movies. But before I begin tonight's topic, I just want to make sure that I give the answer to today's pet trivia question. That felt funny to say because I'm usually doing a show on a Saturday and I'm saying Friday's pet trivia question, but this time the pet trivia question is just from some hours ago this morning. Um, The question was, what 80s animal horror movie was based off a novel by a best-selling male author. And you get extra points if you can name the author too. Okay. Imaginary drum roll, please. The answer is Cujo, the 1983 film about a rabid dog out for blood. And you know I didn't say rabbit, I said rabid, um meaning he had rabies. He contracted rabies, I believe, from a that had rabies. So um, the answer to the trivia question is Cujo, 1983 movie. It's based off of the 1981 novel of the same name by author Stephen King. So kudos if you answered Cujo. Be sure to read next Friday's blog entry to get next week's trivia question at shesatorty.blogspot.com, and torty is spelled S-H-E-S-A, T-O-R-T-I-E. If you'd like to share your favorite animal horror movie, you can call me live at 347-838-8313, or you can listen later to this and past shows in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cheese a Links from information used in tonight's episode can be found on our Facebook page after this show at facebook.com Forward slash Missy dot show four four or on our Twitter page at Twitter dot com forward slash Missy show. Okay, now for our last pet spectacular episode of the year Animals in Horror. Okay, here's the deal I'm going to start the show by talking about an old horror movie from nineteen seventy eight called Devil Dog. The Hound of Hell. Okay, I'm probably dating myself by (laughs) admitting that I've um, seen a movie from 78. This was one of my, well, not necessarily. I guess I could have saw it later, but um, I didn't actually see the movie in 78. I was actually a really small kid in 1978, but I'm guessing that they probably re-aired the movie in the early 80s because I think by the time I saw it, I guess I was maybe like six or seven. So sometime in the early 80s, they must have re-aired it. Um, and from what I understand, it was a made-for-TV movie. And the the weird thing is I have not seen that movie since the first time I saw it way back in the 80s. But it just made an impression on me. I was, I was a young kid looking at stuff I had no business looking at. Looking back, I have no idea why my mom <laughs> used to let me watch these horror movies but there used to be a weekly Saturday night horror movie that would come on and it would always come on at like 9 or 10 at night and it would go off at like 11 or 12. And I just remember for whatever reason she would always enjoy watching these movies and she would let me watch them with her and then I would just be terrified when it was time to cut all the lights off and cut the television off. She would always let me watch this um This show that used to come on called Solid Gold, and it was just kind of like this um, music show where they'd have different musical guests and stuff on there. And so I would have an opportunity to kind of look at that to kind of calm down a bit before it was time to cut the TV off, but still, no matter when the time came to cut the TV off, I was still, like, freaking out. But for whatever reason, I would still look at these movies. But anyway, back to the point. Devil Dog, The Hound of Hell was one of those movies that just really scared me, and I looked at, like, the trailer of it just probably maybe about an hour or so ago on YouTube, and it looked so cheesy now that I'm an adult, but I think I'm going to go back and actually look at the whole movie, you know, just for the heck of it. But back then when I was a kid, that movie really creeped me out. So I think if I had to say what was my all-time scariest animal movie, at least from when I was a kid, it would be Devil Dog, Hound of Hell. And I'm just going to give you guys, like, a brief, a little synopsis of what the movie is about. And I thought I had a good one on IMDb, but then I don't know what happened and I couldn't find the synopsis that I had anymore. But this is off of Wikipedia where they kind of just do a little brief plot summary. Um, the Barry family acquire a German shepherd puppy after their old one dies in an accident. They buy the puppy from a seemingly friendly fruit vendor who is actually a Satanist who bred the dog during an evil ceremony causing it to be possessed. They sell the dog to wreak havoc in the hope Satan will overcome good once and for all. The dog acts very strangely when they bring it home, leading the father, Mike, and the family maid to believe there is something wrong with the dog. So I'm not going to go deep off into it, but basically um, these Satanists, they were breeding these puppies because there's more than just this particular dog. And they're breeding these puppies that are possessed, and they're actually like giving these puppies away to unsuspecting families. I won't tell how it ends. I think I do remember the ending because my memory got jogged when I was, like, looking at the old trailer. So just in case you ever want to check this movie out, I won't say how it ends. Um, By today's standards, you're probably going to think it's pretty cheesy, and it might be, but I think it might still be worth looking at. You know, I, I think I may check it out myself, but when I was just looking at the trailer, I was like, oh, my gosh, how was I ever afraid of it? But when you're a little kid, you know, things scare you. Um, as far as a scary movie with pets, now that I'm an adult, I kind of really had to think about that because the thing is there are a lot of horror movies involving animals, but to me, none of the movies are really scary they're entertaining but i wouldn't say that they're scary if i had to say the closest movie isn't even really about an animal per se there there is an animal in it and there is a animal in the movie but the movie isn't so much about the animal itself the way devil dog pound of hell is but this movie is pet cemetery um Pet Sematary, uh, I was much older. Um, I can't I can't remember what year that came out. I don't know if I was like a teenager when that came out or early 20s. I can't remember now. But um, Pet Sematary uh, was just one of those movies where it was just creepy. They did a good job. And once again, this was another one that was based off of a Stephen King movie, uh, a Stephen King novel, just like Cujo. But Pet Sematary, just the whole atmosphere of the movie was just very, very creepy bear with me, I'm just on IMDb, I just wanted to look okay. This movie was made in nineteen eighty nine. So I was um like a early teenager at the time this came out. And it was it was just very creepy. Just the the closest thing I guess to the animal part is about the cat. And I don't wanna give out spoilers. I would assume that most of you guys are probably seeing Pet Cemetery. I won't say I would end. But you know, just how they get wrapped up in the whole thing in the first place is because they this family moved to the new town and they moved to this place where there's this busy highway where all these big trucks are kind of constantly going back and forth on their highway. And a lot of times people's pets end up getting hit and killed by these big 18-wheelers. And sure enough, I think that's what happens to this family's cat. Um, it's the mom and dad and there's a little girl and a little boy. And um, the cat ends up getting killed. And the little girl, she it's her cat. I guess it's the whole family's cat, but she's really attached to this cat. And she, can't, um, she has a hard time accept, accepting death. And I think the dad didn't want to, like, tell her that the cat was dead. He didn't know how she was going to take that because she was already kind of afraid of death. I can't remember all the details about it. But um, his neighbor um, tells him about that there's this pet cemetery in the woods behind him or whatever. And um, this is where all the the pets are buried or whatever. But um, there is another cemetery beyond the pet cemetery, and that's where bad things happen. If you bury something up there, of course, whatever is buried up there doesn't come back. And I forget the circumstances as to why the dad didn't just bury the cat in the regular pet cemetery. I can't remember if his neighbor was the one who suggested that he take it to the other cemetery, which was on the old Indian burial ground. I can't remember. But at any rate, the dad decides to bury the cat up there, and the cat ends up coming back to life, and things just go downhill from there. But that movie is just very creepy, and it's just – um. It's worth checking out if you've never watched Pet Cemetery. Probably most of you guys who are listening now have seen that movie. But if I had to say any horror movie that kind of surrounded an animal, you know, since I since I was bigger and older, you know, after Devil Dog of to Hell, it probably would have been Pet Cemetery. Now, I mean, we have some other movies on the list that um, that I saw on here. But like I was saying, most of these movies to me are just entertaining. They're not really scary um i saw jaws jaws was very entertaining jaws was a really good movie um but jaws wasn't scary i mean I, it's scary if you think about going to the beach and potentially having this happen but man, i'm not really an adventurous person when it comes to going out on the beach i'll kind of just like go and just put my feet in the water and maybe kind of let it come up to my ankles maybe sometimes let it get the calf level but for the most part, I'm not adventurous and going to go way out into the water anyway. So I guess if you look at it like that, if you're a beach person and you like being out in the water, then probably Jaws would be very nightmarish for you. Um, Very, very good movie, but I would not necessarily say that it's scary. Cujo, coming back to that one, once again, Cujo is a very entertaining pet movie. But I, not, let me not say pet movie, but, and, well, yeah, it is a pet movie because um, the sad thing is with him, he started out being just a wonderful, loving pet. He, I think he was a St. Bernard and he was a really, you know, loving animal and everything. And then it was just unfortunate that that happened to him. I think he ran off into the woods or something and some type of way he ended up getting um, bitten by this bat that had rabies. And then of course it infected him, and and basically with rabies, it's kind of like he just went mad, and he just kind of—I don't want to say he went on a killing spree, like he killed a whole bunch of people, but yeah, he killed some people and he was attacking some people. So um, that movie, it was kind of, it was kind of sad in some ways because you felt really bad for the dog, but then it's—I guess it could be really terrifying if you stop and think about it. If you stop and think about the fact if you have a pet, this pet that you love and you trust, and then all of a sudden something happened to your pet and it he just sort of went mad and started attacking you and attacking other people, when you look at it like that, I guess it really could be scary. Because the thing is, like, you're just in your house and you're sleeping and you're just doing the normal things that you do, and to have just your your pet kind of freak out on you. So in that sense, okay, I I, I can maybe say Cujo could be scary. Um, for me, it didn't really do it, though. I think I'm more of a person. It has to be something more with the supernatural element. Like I think the devil, dog, kind the hell thing worked for me. For one, I was a kid anyway. But also just the fact that it involved, like, possession and things like that. Like that type of stuff even scares me to this day. I don't really like those movies as much or those are the type of movies that scare me more easily. The Exorcist, not even going there. that's not that's off topic, but that was um a very, very scary movie that and no child should ever look at that. But that that's another story. Um let's see. Ben, um it's it's actually a quite quite a few movies involving rats. But I think there are a lot of people who have phobias of rats because um, Ben is on the list. There's also this movie called, well, it, it depends because some people call it Food for the Gods and then some people call it nah Food for Gods. Um, this is about uh, this place, I don't know if it's an island or it's some place where something has happened and the animals have gotten into something. And they've consumed or ingested something that causes them to grow uh, to gigantic sizes, and they start attacking the people. It's kind of campy, this movie – Because I think I was just, like, laughing through the whole thing, you know, where they have, like, a giant chicken, and I think there's some, like, giant insects, and they're attacking people. But the main kind of villains who are kind of really, like, taking over and and kind of uh, grouping together and forming this kind of mastermind kind of thing to go up against the humans are the rats. So if you just kind of want to check out a cheesy movie that could probably be good for laughs. No offense to the people who made the movie. It's entertaining, but, it's yeah, it's just kind of funny. It's called The Food for God, um, or in some circles they call it NAW, G-N-A-W, nah, Food for God. Um, another movie that freaked me out, but this isn't so much about animals, and I, I won't stay on this one, there's this movie called Squirms, and I think it's also it was made in nineteen seventy six That's not when I saw it because I would have been much too young to remember that but um i this is once again one that I probably saw in the eighties late eighties. I probably was a teenager when I saw it, but it's something where either lightning strikes or something with an electrical um line that hits the ground at 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 any rate some type of way that there's this electricity this electrical volt that kind of goes through the ground and it turns all the worms into man-eaters it's a it's a pretty gross movie you know it, it's just like the, the worms start going crazy and they start like taking over this little small town and they're like coming up drains and coming out of the shower and everything and they're just like um, biting people and eating people alive and one man he falls into this just uh just big um, not that of worms but it's just like a whole lot of worms that have gotten all in the house and taken over the house and they're everywhere and all over the stairs and he just falls down into the worms but for whatever reason they don't totally eat him and he kind of becomes one with the worms and they're sort of like attached to his legs and stuff and partially coming out of his face and he sort of becomes this sort of human worm hybrid monster creature and it's just like it's a it sounds campy, I know just by hearing me talk about it, but it's a, it's actually a pretty good movie. I, I would have to look at it again. It could be kind of campy if I were to go back and watch it now. But it's kind of gross, so if you kind of have a weak stomach, so you might not want to look at that one, and especially if you don't like worms. But I can just about take anything as long as you're not dealing with roaches. If they ever, like, do a movie about roaches, I can't look at that. But, okay, that's that one. Um, The Birds, um, that Alfred Hitchcock movie, Um, once again, entertaining but not scary, but still the idea and the concept of birds just sort of going crazy and just pecking people, you know, like you're just going on about your business, you're just going to the grocery store or just doing whatever, and then to just have these random birds just start attacking you and just to have them, like, waiting on the power lines, like you're in the house and it's just, like, hundreds of birds just all sitting on the power line, and it's just like they're waiting for you to come outside. And if you were to come outside, they just start swooping down and, like, kicking you. And so I guess in that sense, it could be scary. Um, Once again, entertaining but not, like, pulling the covers over your head type scary movie. Um, And once again, all of this is just my opinion, and what's scary or not scary is um, purely subjective. So this is just me. Um, another movie, this one wasn't scary, but I really, really enjoyed it. And once again, this isn't quite about animals, so I won't stick with that. I was just going to say The Fly, because some of these kind of are more about insects and stuff. The Fly was really good. I like The Fly 1 and 2, because it's just something, I don't know, it's just the idea. It's just, grotesque the idea of a human being merging with an insect, really a human being merging with any other thing and just sort of becoming one, becoming some type of hybrid creature. It, it was just kind of a freaky movie, too. It, it The storyline, the relationship between the characters was really strong. and It was a really good movie. But just his transformation and what he became, like seeing him as the human, as the scientist guy, and then he slowly morphs into what he becomes in the end. It's just uh, it's really freaky, but I I love the fly. Won't stay on that though because I know that's not about animals. Um, let's see, and I mentioned Ben earlier. Ben is once again about the rat. That one I don't remember as well because I think it also came out in the seventies. I saw Ben, but I think at the time I saw it, I probably was pretty young, so I don't remember a lot about that. But um. But from what what I've heard or what I do remember, I think it was a pretty good movie. And more than anything, I think I love the theme song that goes along with it where Michael Jackson is singing about Ben. That's pretty cool. Um, Anaconda. That's one. Because as I was doing my research and I was like, well, I'm looking for some more movies that are about animals and horror. What can I find? And Snakes? Well, snakes are are some people's pets. They're not pets. Well, sort of an animal. They're they're reptiles. Anaconda, once again, I'll say, is an entertaining movie. Scary? Not so much. It's just like some of the others I named. I guess if you allow yourself to go there and you really think about, okay, is this for real life? In that sense, yes, Anaconda could be a, could be a scary movie. In real life, no, I do not want to go up against an anaconda. But just sitting in the movie theater watching that, it's more—it's more like jump scares, and to me, jump scares are different than just plain old scary movies. So Anaconda was a, a very good movie, and if this were a real—if that were a real life situation, not one that I would want to be in. But as far as just being scary, I can't say that it was really scary. Um, trying to see because that's um Cover Pet Cemetery. That that's my top vote, even though that's not so much about animals. Devil Dog Hound of Hell, Cujo, Jaws, Ben. Eight legged freaks popped up on here when I was looking at my list because, like I said, a lot of this was about insects too. I'm not <laughs> uh, crazy about insects. Um, I don't want to have any dealings with spiders. I would take a spider over a roach any day. But um, that can be, yeah, just the idea of spiders. There are a couple of um, horror movies about spiders kind of taking over because there's that one. Um, There's uh, some other movie about, um, there was some other like 70s cheesy movie that I kind of ran across about. Kiss of the Tarantula or something where this little girl has some type of powers and she's controlling these tarantulas and they're like killing people or something. And there have been a couple of other movies involving spiders. I don't want to have any dealings with spiders and, you know, they they stay where they are and I'll stay where I am. Um, But none of, I don't think there's any spider movies that I have seen that would just really, really like totally like, I would say scary. I guess they they would freak me out in the sense that I don't want a spider crawling on me. But something I did think would be cool, just like how they had the fly, I thought that it would be really cool if they made one about a man merging with a spider. I've always thought that because I just wondered how that would work out. But then there is some movie called, I think it's called Earth versus the Spider or something, and Dan Aykroyd is in it, I want to say. And he's playing a detective or something, and there is this guy where he does sort of merge with a spider. Some type of way he starts turning into a spider. I forget what he does, or he takes some type of serum or something, and it causes him to start to turn into a spider. So I guess in some ways maybe that has already been done, but that's not really a scary movie. That's kind more of an adventure kind of um, thing. Um, there's this movie called Monkey Shine. Now, this is about a guy, I think he's a quadriplegic or paraplegic or something like that, and he's in a wheelchair, and there's a lot that he can't do for himself. He's been in an accident or something. And these, um, I don't know if they're they're his friends. I think I saw this a long time ago, but I just looked at the um, the trailer tonight. Um, They give him this monkey, and the monkey has been specially trained where the monkey can help the guy out, you know, he can, I guess, get him a glass of water. He can do certain things for the man that the man can't do for himself. But they've been doing certain experiments on the monkey, like they've been implanting him with human memory or something like that, um, that the trailer was saying. But for whatever reason, it's like the monkey kind of starts to go dark. Um, and he's connected some type of way with the man who he. He's there to help. And, like, when the guy gets angry or the guy starts having dark thoughts on his own, which I'm not sure if the guy has dark thoughts due to the monkey or in how, how they're connected in whatever way, but the monkey will carry out what the guy is thinking. So if the guy's mad at somebody or whatever, because they seem like in the clip they show something where the guy's mad, it's someone or, or whatever, or he's angry because this bird is in a cage and it's peeping up too much noise or it's doing something, and he's like, get this bird out of here. And I guess the monkey is attuned to his master or whatnot, and so I think the monkey ends up, I don't know if he kills the bird or if he's attempting to kill the bird, but at any rate, I think the monkey kind of starts, like, freaking out and he starts trying to, like, kill people and whatnot. And it, 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 it's it's Looks like it's interesting. I think I did see it many years ago, but I can't go off my own memory. I don't really remember watching it, but I think I looked at parts of it. But based on the trailer, that one might not be so bad. So you know what? This time of year it is a great time for looking at horror movies and stuff. But actually, as I get off of here with you guys, I may end up going and looking at something myself. I might look at, like, Halloween 4. We already looked at Halloween 1 and 2, and we may pick up and... We, we choose not to look at, well, we may look at three. For for you guys who are horror movie fans, you know, Halloween 3, it kind of veered off and it doesn't involve Michael Myers, so it kind of has its own sort of storyline. So we may skip that one, don't know. But th- this is that time of year, to so kind of just enjoy that stuff. And while I have you guys on here, I just wanted to say that I hope everyone has a safe and happy Halloween Make sure that you take care of your pet friends, your furry babies during this time. Make sure you keep all candies and sweets out of their way, all candy wrappers. Make sure you um, properly dispose of those because you don't want your pet to have access to any of that stuff because that could be a choking hazard. Also, you might want to make sure that you put your pet off in a separate room, like maybe in a bedroom or something, because especially if you guys are going to have, like, um, trick-or-treaters come into your house, because just all the excess noise and and all the constant trick-or-treat and all of that, you know, that can be aggravating to your pet, and it can also be scary and confusing to them, and not to mention, with all the constant opening and closing of your doors, you can also end up having your pet run out the door, especially if you have a cat. Cats are notorious for darting out the door. So just make sure that you guys are careful for yourselves and also careful for your fur babies. And we want to encourage you guys to join us next Saturday. We should be back on at our normal time of 5 p.m. Central. And like I said, I will post the description of our upcoming episode for Saturday and get that online for you guys pretty soon. I'm hoping either Sunday or Monday. Until then, Wishing you guys a great Halloween and a great weekend, and hopefully Dee will be back with us next week. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.